It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. I break away from the uh, Yandel and Rain and, uh, you know, Yandel my heart and Yandel in the wind and all that. That was a big topic on the Boomer and Carton Show on this Tuesday, March 3rd. Jerry and Al with you for the postgame podcast, as always. And Craig brought up today the National Pancake Day with IHOP. It's IHOP, right? That does it. National yes. House of Pancakes or International Hop of Pancakes. It's international, Jerry. They're all yeah. over the world. Uh, and so I find that very interesting. First, I don't understand how this company affords to do this, give away all these pancakes. But it brought to light something you were discussing what's the better i don't know what would you call it is it like a cake mix breakfast is well, it's, uh, yeah i mean when you go to, based when you go to these places for breakfast if you're not getting eggs or omelet and you're you're deciding you're going to go full full on carb action you know are you going to go with pancakes or are you going to go with waffles or are you going to go with french toast do you have a ranking that you generally like to go with yeah uh, i would say french toast number 1 far and away especially if there's cinnamon on it and it's a little crispy Made with the right amount of egg, awesome. Love the French toast. I would say that's one, the waffles, too, because I love a waffle with just some um, strawberries and peanut butter. Phenomenal. Syrup, too, is fine. And the pancakes to me are last. Pancakes are like, I don't know, they're okay, but they're just, they're very cakey. You need like six glasses of milk with them. You can't drink juice with it. That makes no sense. Right. So for me, it's French toast first, everything else second. I like a waffle first if it's a soft waffle. I don't like the like crusty waffle that you have to like where it cracks when you. I like a cakey, soft, softer waffle. I like that. And then number two, I'd go pancakes. Number three, I don't like uh, French toast because I don't like the idea of thinking that someone's dipping my bread in an egg yolk. You are. And then doing something with it. That's all I think about is the the dipping in the of the egg yolk. Can part. I ask you something though? What about everything else though? I mean, everybody's preparing and touching your food. No, it's not the touching the food. It's the it's the liquid egg yolk being all over so a piece of bread. So, do you like eggs? I like an egg white. The fake egg whites. I like the fake egg whites. You yeah, like? Yeah, I don't eat any. Well, what yolk. if you made the French toast in, in fake egg whites? I thought the the yellow yolk is the thing that does it. Oh, I don't know. I've I've actually made French toast. I, Egg white French toast? This is going to take me to a new level of loser. Uh, I have made, as I try, because as we discussed yesterday, the idea of me eating healthy is not to look, you know, like the body beast. It's so I don't get fat, because if I don't, I will blow up quickly. So I have tried in the past Ezekiel bread with egg white French toast. That sounds brutal. With with no sugar syrup. Yeah. The problem with that is the no sugar syrup, the Ezekiel bread, and the egg white is actually pretty good. And it if you put, again, the right amount of cinnamon, it's not bad. I think you should try it. Yeah, I've looked for Ezekiel bread once before. It just it looks complicated. It's not. I like, though, like, uh, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond and Target, all those places, they sell the waffle makers. Yes, and people love to be like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get a waffle maker, and then every Saturday and Sunday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be making myself some waffles. And I think that happens one Saturday or Sunday a year. And th- yeah, and then you realize what a disaster that <laughs> waffle maker looks like when you're done waff- making waffles, and this, this is the work that goes into and then you cleaning it out. Yeah, and it's like you know what? Ne- Whereas the homemade pancake on a on a, a griddle, do you call it? Yes, that seems to be like an easy cleanup. You ch- you pour. 
It doesn't stick. True. You flip that over. Flip when the bubbles are on top. Yeah, you got to put something in it, though. Chocolate chips, put no, bananas really? on top. You like that, Yeah, huh? I'll do that. Interesting. Well, I'm wild like that, Jerry. I'll step my pancake game up. The Al Dukes experiment. Yes. Uh, Jerry, Jorge Posada, part of the core four, he has a new book coming out in uh, May. Uh, I've already forgotten what it's called. Journey home, long yeah, journey home. Like you know, getting home, getting home, something about yeah. home because he played. He played behind home plate. Uh, I see what that means. Yeah. Um, I keep trying to get into books, and I cannot get into a book. I've tried. Well, what was the last book you read? Uh, a year? No, a, an actual book, yeah. cover to cover. Cover to cover. Howard Stern's Private Parts, and that was probably Is in nineteen ninety-five. It was probably ninety. I was in. I was in Indiana, so it was ninety-three. Hold on a second. You're telling me you haven't cover to read cover a book, book cover to cover in 22 Probably. years? Wow. I did a listen to a Bruce Springsteen book that on tape. That doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. I I'm think I feel like I read no, it. No, no, no. Time out. When Eddie like said that. books on tape count, you said it doesn't count. Oh. You can't flip-flop now. Oh. So you haven't actually read. So if I gave you a book on, say, uh, be boring. Let's say uh, yeah, books World are War boring. II. No, no interest. I would no fall chance. asleep because what happens is my mind wanders, and I'm like, okay, let me go back and read that paragraph. Let me go back and read that page. And then well, I just lose complete you. interest. But you're, you're a huge music guy. Forget yeah, sports I love the for music. a second. You love music. If yes. you had a book, not a book on tape, but a real book about Creedence Clearwater Revival or about uh, Peter Frampton or just, I don't know, some band. Someone I like, was into. Yeah. That wouldn't have you locked in? No, not locked in. Give me yeah, really? any, you know, this goes into my movies, shouldn't be longer than 90 minutes. Uh, any any uh, biography or type of band that I want to know about, uh, you should be, that should be in a magazine article that's, give me, uh, give me a five-page one or give me uh, what I do on my podcast, Jerry, 45 minutes yeah, to an hour with uh, someone. I've got it all. How about a biography on Led Zeppelin? You, Led Zeppelin, no. you can't do that in five pages. Maybe 500 pages, and even that's not enough. And I know you make fun of me because it's the Chili Peppers, but I read Anthony Kiedis's book, and it's not that long. It was like 350 pages or yeah. so. It's and like you can't even put it down. It's so intriguing. That seems like a lot of work, though. But it's yeah. <laughs> and I have friends that read multiple, be reading multiple books at a time every night. They're reading a couple chapters. By the way, I don't read books often either because I don't have the time to. But if you find a good one, I find I don't know. I find them hard to even the Babe Ruth book I read. I found very difficult to put down. I read a book on DiMaggio it was hard to. But it's just interesting. Well, you're gonna love this Jorge Posada book. Ah, not really interesting. Part of the core four. Yeah, but I, what do we not know about it though? Well, he's gonna tell you all the secrets, Jerry. What right. it's like behind home plate. I right. just want to know what all when they put their fingers down uh, between their legs, uh, calling signs. Like, what do those mean? Other than one is a you fastball, baseball, two Come is on. a curveball. You know what they mean. And then mean. if you touch your left thigh, it means to throw it to that side. So I got that down. If he's got any other clues for me, then I'm interested in you reading know. about him. <laughs> or maybe he'll dish some dirt on Jeets. Someone's got to do that. By the way, no one's dishing anything oh, on Oh, that Jeets. would be awesome. Have you ever seen a guy as squeaky clean as he is? And by not, the way, we know he's not. Right. But nothing comes out. Well, something eventually. Why? Like when? I hope soon. I would love to read it. Unless he did the PEDs, which I don't think he did. Look at him. He never really changed. There's nothing going to come out. No, it'll, it'll be more about the story of the where Yeah Jeets came from. It'll be more of him uh, sending gift baskets but to gals. But as a single guy, does that do anything to him negatively? No, no. No. Of course not. We had those stories. It was fun. Yeah, no one cares because he's uh, not and was not a married man. Uh, people care about LeBron James, who is a married man, by the way. He's got multiple kids. As a matter of fact, colleges are recruiting his 10-year-old already, which is nuts. Uh, in and of itself. But anyway, so he loses. Cavaliers lose to the Rockets on Sunday afternoon, and he was 
just off his game. He was 3 of 11 from the foul line. He couldn't make layups. It was very strange. And he misses two with four seconds left. One would have tied the game. One would have put them in the lead. And he misses both. And then he does this dopey mirror shoot and puts it on Instagram. I don't know. Was he doing it to, to give himself some motivation going forward? I don't know. But it really looks odd. And it reminds me of why. Maybe I'm wrong. Reminds me of one photo and one photo only. A-Rod on the rock. Right. But that was for a photo shoot, at least, for a magazine. But still, well, how about A-Rod when he, when he was staring himself in the mirror? Remember that well, one? he was kissing his, his right. reflection. What are these guys doing? And why are you putting that out there? It was sad LeBron James. He had missed uh, some key shots, Jerry. He you know was what? showing you how reflective and sad he was. But he tweeted all that. Do we need a picture of him staring into a mirror yeah. looking just, just sad? I just wonder, like what Craig brought up, did, did he have someone take that shot because it wasn't a true selfie. No, he wasn't holding the camera. It. Or you, you can put your camera on timer. I've tried that, where I try to make like make it look like I'm in the being casual, sure. uh, and like other people are in the room when I'm alone. And um, then you just <laughs> you just prop your phone up somewhere and you self time it, and you then could, put on a sad face. I mean, does it matter either way? You think it's worse if he actually put it on timer? Yeah. Like, you if do. he had, like, his wife take it, that's different. Like, he's like, I'm going to be a sad, reflective face just to show the Twitter unit, the Twitterverse, as they say, Jerry, that I'm sad. But if no one was home and he he got into a special sweater and he put his phone on a self-timer, that's different. It's staged now. That's worse. I agree. It's staged, and I don't think we need it. And you're King James, and I don't King like James. that. I don't like that nickname, but let's be honest. He's about as good as there is in basketball. Dude, just, just go on, play the next game, and win again. Who cares? Jerry, uh, Twitter, you love. People sometimes come after you on Twitter and other famous people like yourself. Uh, Kurt Schilling uh, had uh, congratulated his daughter about getting into a college, and a couple of uh, Twitter losers um, said some really horrific things about her. I mean, they were really horrendous. No, no, they are worse like, than uh, that. Uh, things that you, you can't say here, you can't say on the radio, like graphic, sexual, violent-type things about her. And I love it. Kurt Schilling uh, went went after went to their employers and said, "Look at what your dopey employees are doing, or look what this student is doing at your college." And they got one dude got uh, suspended from school. One guy got fired from his job uh, hawking Yankee tickets. Yep. I love this. I'm gonna might start doing this, even if someone just criticizes one of my songs. Well, I don't know that you can do it for that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Do you see what your employee just said that my song quote sucks? I'll grow a set. <laughs> this is terrible language. Yeah, you knew the story was bad when Deadspin put on it. Not safe words for work or something like yeah. that. Yeah, NS nuts NSFW Jerry. That could be language or like someone showed a nudity. Right, exactly. It's just not safe. Not for work. safe for work. Exactly. Uh, I'm actually disappointed in the college, which is down by me uh, in Brookdale, that they didn't kick him out. I mean, you suspend them. I'm right. okay. I, I personally kick him out of school because the stuff's so graphic and just so repulsive that I wouldn't want him associated with my school. But, I mean, we'll see if they do something going forward. I agree. Take a stand. Enough's enough. Some of these guys, the thing I don't understand with some of these people, and we get it all the time, you'll recognize someone at an event or from a live show that you know has buried you repeatedly on Twitter. And we, we ignore it, whatever, who cares? Sometimes you go back at them. And then you meet them, and they're the nicest person in the world, and they're friendly to you. Oh, we're just joking with you. Well, why? What are we doing? Like, what? what is the point of this? I've talked to Michelle Beadle about this because she, she battles the Twitter she people a lot. She does battle some. And uh, it's always great when you go when you click on someone's profile who's saying horrendously nasty things, and it's like uh, they describe themselves as like, 
follower of Jesus, father of four. Well, how like, about dude, the you're a father of four. Or well, how about when you t- click their profile picture and they're holding their newborn? Yes. Like, come on. That's it's a just, Twitter loser, Jerry. Pe- honestly, people are garbage. Not everybody. People suck and mean people suck worse. I would say most people are garbage. That's a good that's a good take. Peoplearegarbage.com. Jerry, this is not uh, topical in any way other than I see it almost every day here in the bathrooms at WFAN. And that is a bathroom etiquette thing that I I don't really understand at all. And I've talked to a lot of people here in the office. They don't understand it at all. And yet it continues to go on every day. And that is this. Uh, When you go into a public bathroom, and we know all the people here that are in the bathroom. We work with all of them. Most of them. Most of them. There's various stations here. So maybe it's someone from 1010 Winds or 92.3 that we don't see on a regular basis. But a lot of times it's an FAN person. And no matter what time of day you go into the WFAN bathroom, someone is in the stall going number two, let's say. That's a good way to put it. So my question is this, um, the etiquette thing. So if you're going number two in the stall and you're finishing up and someone comes in to clearly only use the urinal, which means they'll be in and out, Mm -hmm. pee, wash up, get out. Right. That's a very short time. Yes. Maybe 60 seconds. Maybe 60 seconds if I'm checking my look in the mirror. Do us all a favor and wait to come out of the stall until we're gone. We're leaving shortly. It is so awkward. You hate this. I hate this. It is so (laughs) awkward to when I'm uh, washing my hands from having peed to now see you come out of the stall to wash your hands because I know those hands have been in a very strange spot. All right. There's two types of people here. There's people like me and you who would prefer to not see or even know what people are doing. It's kind of like, we know you do it. Don't need to see it. Right. Okay, fine. I don't need to put a face to the stench. Yes, quite that's frankly. exactly. I, I, I agree. It's it's horrific. It's disgusting. It's awful. Then there's the type of person that, quite frankly, don't give a crap. That's everyone no here. No pun intended. They don't care. Yes. And they, don't, they are shameless, which I guess there's really no shame. Everybody does it. That's fine. But they'll sit there. How about this one? How about the guy that says, who's out there? That's happened to me twice since we've been in this building, and it freaks me out. And I don't answer, and I, I run out because I don't want to. I don't want to have a conversation with you while you're doing that. It's no. It's having no social skills to to come out of a stall where now I'm face to face with a person that just like you said, I put a face to a stench. Yes. I don't want to see you. I'm going to be in and out in sixty seconds. On that very rare occasion, twice a year tops. When I have to use the stall here, when there's some sort of emergency situation, <laughs> if someone comes into the bathroom, I act like I'm hiding from a murderer. <laughs> I don't make a sound. But you don't lift your legs up so no one I can don't see lift my stall, legs up. Right? <laughs> but I don't make a sound. I don't make a peep. I'm like hiding from the murderer oh till the murderer leaves. Then I come out. And then you're comfortable. Then I'm comfortable. Not only do oh. I come out, I make a stop at the urinal, so it looks like if someone walks in the door, I was walking away from the urinal and not the stall. Here's another one, and I, this is not, and we're talking about it. Do we have time for this? Yes. Th- this, this, Jerry, this, bathroom talk, there's always time This for. I don't understand, all right? And I'll keep this as clean as I possibly can, but give you, paint the picture for you. Can you explain to me how the stuff ends up on the top part of the bowl in the back? That no, that's uh, it's disgusting. That is the angle at which someone is sitting down. What they're are just we, they're, what are we doing? They're sitting in a strange. It happens all the time. Yeah, here. 
And I don't understand. And I don't understand when there's garbage on the floor that people are clearly just throwing stuff out. There's no doubt about it. People are either wiping their face or they're blowing their nose and they toss it to the side. Another one that drives me nuts are the sloppy sons of biatches that bring newspapers in and leave them there. Like, I want to touch that after you were just doing this with that. I don't know. I don't get people. Uh, people suck. Uh, one other thing, though. Joe Beningo uh, uses the bathroom a lot here sure. well, it's on a daily basis. Yes, and lets everybody know. And he brings a an iced coffee in with him. An iced coffee into the stall with a newspaper, but he brings his newspaper out. He, he, he comes out, out with his. But to, he, to bring an iced coffee in there. Because okay. even though it has a top on it, the straw hole, the smell could get into the straw hole. And that, Jerry... Is 15 minutes. Yes. Mercifully, get me out. Okay, bye. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.